Welcome back to another edition of the EDBC podcast, Eric Dobratz and Brian Coleman. And Brian, we have a special day today as we're approaching Major League Baseball. But more importantly, we usually end the show with birthdays, but we're going to start with a special birthday. Yeah, what's that? Uh, my sister-in-law, Julie's birthday is today, and my mother-in-law, Gloria. So happy birthday to those. Oh, happy birthday to them both. Yeah. So, Oh, and it's your birthday today, too. We're taping this on a Tuesday, April the 5th. And Brian, you have a milestone birthday. Be honest, how's it feel? It feels like a Tuesday. I feel kind of, I feel old. I got up and I had a cramp on my leg. So yeah, that's like so yesterday. I, yeah, exactly. So you get up and you have a cramp. That's that's life. At once you uh, once you exit your forties, it's great. It's a lot of it's a lot of fun. So what is the plan at the house? I mean, is there a special? Uh, you want steak for dinner? Are you going out? The girls? Are- uh, we went out Saturday night. It's Tuesday night. It's a busy night because you know I got the wife, I got the kids, I got the job. I got to deal with you for 45 minutes as we tape this podcast. So keep it a little low key on the down low. You know, I'm not a big, you know, not one of these people like has to have a birthday week or birthday month. Just, let's, you know, let's keep it low key. How was that Grand Slam platter at Denny's on Saturday night? It's pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> I don't even know if there's a Denny's in Connecticut. I guess there is. I haven't seen a Denny's in Connecticut. Listen, you, you, uh, you have a great year ahead of you 50, mm. 50 times around the sun, as they say. So congratulations. Yeah, Milestone birthday. So much accomplished. Mm. Lovely wife, two beautiful kids. What else can you ask for? Right. Uh, to speed up this podcast. Let's, let's is up. this thing on? Hello. Is this thing Hello. On? Are we taping yet? All right. You, you, Brian sends me a list folks every week of things he wants to talk about, but I have some breaking news, breaking oh, news. Good. Just crossed the wire handed to me by one of our assistants. Yeah. Yankees have made a uh, move. Oh, they have. Yes. Have you heard I'm, about this? I have not. I have, I have not heard about this. Yankees have made a move and uh, Yankee fans all over Twitter going berserk about this. Don't go looking right now. I'm, not I see looking. You. I'm putting the phone down. Uh, is, it a tra- is it a trade? The Yankees have signed an infielder. An infielder. Oh, an infielder. So it's not Michael Conforto. Is it a free agent? In Big left-handed stick. Big left-handed stick infielder. Is it Greg Bird? No, he's right. Yes. <laughs> Is it Greg Bird? Yes. Oh, it's hilarious. Happy <laughs> birthday, Brian. There's your guest. Oh, wow. Greg Bird. Folks, Back Greg Bird. In the, Greg in the Bird has signed he's a like minor that. league deal after he was released this weekend by Toronto, I believe. He, uh, yeah, Toronto cut him loose. Declined his option to go to AAA Toronto, and he decided to sign with the Yankees and will be assigned to Scranton Wilkesbury for a little AAA. The uh, the the uh, minor league depth, as Brian Cashman likes to call it, this is a oh, yeah, organizational sure. depth move. So there you go. They love the depth. And uh, Mets they news this morning. Big... Let's start some Mets news real quick. I'm getting you really yeah. sidetracked. Brandon Nimmo got a cortisone shot in his neck this morning. That yeah. must have been pleasant. So we don't I know am. what his deal is. And Max Scherzer threw a bullpen, came away from it saying he felt okay. Could be yeah, so... Friday. Yeah, second. So it sounds like he sure is on track to start the second game of the season on in Friday in Washington on uh, Apple Plus. On Apple Plus, yeah, uh, great, great, great. Uh, uh, maybe the second game uh, because right now, if you've checked the, if you like me, you've actually checked the Washington D.C. forecast. Yeah. Uh, showers and some thunderstorms Thursday afternoon in Washington. So, hey, who knows? Maybe he'll be the starting opening day starter after all. And yeah, Brandon Newman's got another neck, got another lat- nagging injury. What else is new? It feels like the Mets season is their their injuries are mid season form already. 
so funny. Last week, you know, you you're you throwing me a little Levis Louis Severino thing on was it Tuesday or I Wednesday? Know, yeah, no, I should have known. And that. then it snowballs. What's wrong with you? You jinxed it. I, should, I did jinx you it. Jinxed it. All right, we're going to start with the national championship. I just want to get those things out of the way real quick. But last night, Kansas, North Carolina playing in the national championship. This game was over at halftime. If you follow social media, North Carolina was up 15, but uh, Kansas comes storming back for their fourth national championship. Uh, you and I texted a little bit last night. You went to the game. I was not. I had other stuff going on at work. I had it on, but I was not following it as closely as uh, I may have if I had an interest in the game, but I did not. But Kansas is your national champion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, North Hello? Carolina. Hugh- Hello? Hello. I'm here. I don't know. I'm I slow. I had Wi-Fi problems again. No. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, uh, great run by Kansas. North Carolina, I mean, great run by them. This is a team that was an eight seed. They were trying to become only the second eight seed to ever win the tournament. Uh, and, yeah, it was crazy. They had a huge lead at halftime. They outplayed Kansas. Kansas couldn't make a shot, couldn't get second chance opportunities in the first half. <laughs> and it's just, uh, you know, it was a whole – North Carolina had a chance to win at the end, but this is simply, I think, North Carolina running out of gas. This team overachieved. You know, they don't have the depth, the, the quality of players that Kansas does. No, I'm, no offense to those kids. Uh, tough night shooting. And Kansas just, you know, turned it on when they had to. And it, it's pretty much as simple as that. North Carolina finally ran out of steam. Cinderella ended. And Kansas was the better team, and they uh, pulled away enough to, and just hung on to win it. You know, like a three-point win, 62-59. And let's face it, for a lot of us, I mean, good for North Carolina. North Carolina did us did the nation a favor on Saturday night when they beat uh, Duke in a classic oh, game in the final boy, in the I national semifinals. That. I enjoyed it. Just a wonderful game, a great yeah. classic game. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know else, what, what else. Tip your hat to Kansas. They were a numbers one seed. They played well the whole tournament, and uh, they got it done last night. And North Carolina is still a good, good feel-good story. Hubert Davis in his first year as the coach took him a lot further than anybody thought. Yeah, I mean, they, they like you said, they did us a favor and beat North Car- uh, North Carolina beat Duke on Saturday night, which I was rooting for. Caleb Love and R.J. Davis were great in that game, but they stunk yep. last night. Love was five of twenty-four, Davis five of seventeen. The team yeah, shot thirty-one percent, made twenty-three of seventy-three shots. So yeah, not gonna shoot. get it done. And despite all that, though, they had a shot. Love had a shot at the buzzer to tie the game. So yeah, and he just wasn't his night. As good as he was Saturday night, Love, he was that bad last night. And, and, and again, again, I feel bad for the kid because again, they 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 got the most out of. I mean, that team just got everything out of. I'm trying to say they got. They didn't shortchange themselves. I can't what are you fifty or something? I can't. Jesus. I'm fifty. They, How many uh, they, have you had? It's they, they, in the they, they did the thing where they did all they could, and then the thing happened where they couldn't win, and that's the thing that happened there. Thank you. That's why they pay them the big bucks, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need a pause? Let's, un- let's unplug the game and start over. Yeah, I haven't hit the record button yet, Brian. So let's just, <laughs> just this is a practice podcast. Okay. Uh, what was I going to say? And the other thing, again, not to be the, I mean, you're an old man on the front lawn now, but the game started at 20 at the time. It used to oh. be 9.09, then it was 9.12, and now 9.18, and then last night, I mean, it's 20 after 9. My kids have been watching the NCAA men's and women's tournament, following UConn women, which we'll talk about in a second, mm-hmm. following the men into it. And last night, they both have after-school sports. They do their homework. They shower, and they're like, oh, we want to watch the game. And they sit down at 8.30, and the game doesn't start till 20. It's so dumb. And so my no reason for my twelve year old son who wanted to watch will be thirteen next month. Went to bed at nine forty, and so you know he was exhausted. He had baseball practice yesterday, so it, it just 
And my daughter didn't watch it at all. She had to do some homework and, you know, they're in bed before 10 o'clock. So it's yeah, like that game that's ended right. at quarter 12 last night. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. There's no reason for it, especially in this day and age. I mean, you know, if people on the West Coast, I mean, you can see that it's not like you have to like run home to sit in front of your TV because you don't have other options. You get, we all got the phones, you know, we got the the, the, the tablets. People want to watch. They're going to watch. It's ridiculous to have a whole entire Eastern, Eastern time zone. Try and stay up till midnight to watch this damn game. Yeah, and the other thing I, is, I did, but I, I'm yeah. tired, and I, I think it's, it's reflecting in my performance this morning that I'm a little, you know, I'm a little off. <laughs> More than usual, yes. Uh, Thank you. The thing that bothered me is like they always say, oh, because of the West Coast, like you said. But, uh, what is the rating on the 6:30 AFC or NFC Championship game? That time seems to work out just fine. Same with Major League Baseball in the World Series. Oh, we have to start at 8:30. Hey, NFL starts their games at 6:30 on the Championship Sunday. The Super Bowl starts yeah. at 20 after six. I know it's a Sunday, but Major League Baseball, all them, they just, they do a TV. Tell it's not, it's not even like the championship games. You know, we are, you know, because we're old and I used to work in your business. I remember Monday Night Football when I was a producer for the ABC station, we'd go on like 1230 because Monday Night Football wouldn't start till nine. Then around 15 years ago, and the NFL said, hey, maybe we can start Sunday Night Football, Monday Night Football, like 815. Yep. Is anybody bitching? Is there are the did the West Coast ratings tank for Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football? Come on, NCA, do better. So let me ask you this: the uh, I did not see one shining moment. I did not stay up to watch that. I was actually in the car. I didn't either. Home. Did you watch the Coach K ten minute uh, pregame spot they did the other day? I have not seen it. I retweeted it, but I have not watched it. They did kind of had him sitting in front of a big screen like the John Madden documentary. I don't know if you watched it or not. Absolutely not. I do. I did everything I could to avoid that stuff. Yeah, I wanted to watch it for curiosity purposes, but I did not watch. I'm not that curious. My lasting image of Coach K from Saturday was him and the missus walking down the tunnel, glum faced, like uh, after the game. That was I saw him getting in the golf cart, by the way, getting in the golf cart. Yeah, that's where I said, you know what? This is perfect. This is perfect ending. I'm just going to hold on to this. That's good. Thank you. Coach K had a Go great ahead. line too. As he's getting into the golf cart, he said, "Could someone superimpose a sunset behind this or something?" <laughs> you know, riding off into the sunset. But you know, I did. I, I was happy he lost. Uh, I I just was so sick of watching him and his wife holding hands walking off the court. I mean, oh, just jammed it down your throat. Just let I know. Give me, me organic break. for crying out loud. God, awful. Anyway. How about the UConn women, Brian? Played for a national championship on Sunday night, uh, down 18 in the first half. A lot of people turned that game off. Did you and the family watch any of the, the UConn women's basketball game? I watched a little bit of it. I know my wife had it on, but, uh, you know, I lost the interest after they were down 18. Are old enough to watch that. Yeah, they're like the age, like, you know, what time is it, 8.30? It's school tomorrow morning. Yeah, just let us know in the morning. And I told yeah. them, like, oh, that's a bummer. And then what about their day? Yeah, it was a listen. The Huskies just ran up against a better team. That's I, I love how yeah. the trolls on Twitter are like, oh, Gino got out coached. Well, Aaliyah Boston just dominated inside. They had a couple guards they will. They cut the lead to six in the third quarter. Just ran out of gas. Had a great season. Made it to the championship game. Gino first loss in a championship game. He's now eleven and one in title game. I saw that. So, yeah. um, and uh, you know, three number ones and two number. I mean, you know better than I, but it seems to me that. If you were filling in a bracket for the women's side, for the women's uh, tournament, which m- me and the kids did because the kids wanted to uh, follow both tournaments. I mean, I just go chalk in the women's tournament. And maybe that's my ignorance um, because I don't know enough about the women's game. I followed enough on a, you know, especially on a national level. 
And but again, you know, two, three number ones and a two in the final. I mean, the final four. So well, and part of it is the the first two rounds are on campus, so there is definitely an advantage right. for the home team, and they have to do it that way. It's the only reason way they're going to sell tickets. You can't play the yeah. first and second round like or UConn. Yeah, you can't have like a, you know, you can't have UConn and uh, whomever playing, uh, you know, Des Moines. No, so I mean, they understand why they do it. They are changing the format next year. The first couple of rounds will be on campus, and then the the Sweet Sixteen and Elite Eight games will be at a regional site next year. They'll have two regional sites with eight teams next year. The eastern region will be in Greenville, South Carolina. So uh, they have right. adjusted that a little bit. So no more Bridgeport, you know, Albany advantages for the UConn. Women. So that's the plan. Uh, we touched upon it briefly, uh, a little bit off the top, just because I wanted to, you know, break your balls a little bit. Uh, the Mets, are you worried about your team, Brian? Uh, lots of issues, older pitching staff. Uh, how do you feel a week with all this going on? I'm really worried. No, I mean, I'm not really worried. It's, it's... – it's not ideal. It really sucks for Jacob DeGrom's sake. Um, I'm with because now DeGrom, I'm reading this morning. Best case scenario is he's probably out till June 1st with this shoulder injury. At least, yeah. At least. Well, that's, yeah, best case. So, I mean, my thing with my thing with DeGrom now is he can be a free agent after this season. Is It's all gravy. Uh, he's going to be 34. He threw, he's been throwing 100 miles an hour. I don't know how much left is, how much his body has left if he wants to pitch at that level. It's unfortunate because the guy's awesome to watch when he's pitch when he's playing, when he's healthy, he's the best, best pitcher in baseball. It's not a debate. So uh, am I worried? No, because I think Scherzer will be okay. I think they do have some decent depth. It's not ideal. I mean, like, no, no, you know, what, what team can be down to two starters and have feel good. You don't feel good, but I don't feel bad either. I think they're in a good spot. And if it's going to happen, have it happen early in the season uh, when you know, and then you get an idea of where your team's at. You see what you you know, how the other starters respond, and you can make plans if you need to make a trade later in the season. You know, when it when it happens in August, September, that's when you panic. I'm not panicking the first week of April. I think they right. still have I think they still be a pretty good team. I like their lineup. I like that they did make this trade for Dom Smith to the Padres on Saturday, which I think would have been a terrible trade. Uh so yeah, I think they're okay for right now. You know, the only thing I'll say about that, and folks, Dom Smith is an outfielder slash infielder that plays with the Mets. He's 26 years old, uh, wants to play every day. I don't know if he will, Brian. Uh, yeah. He was asked about it yesterday and says he has no control over who makes the lineup. Um, but the Mets were in talks with the San Diego Padres about making a trade for a, a young pitcher who is, you know, I said underperformed the last couple of years, but has yeah, Chris Paddock had a great rookie. Yeah. Had a great rookie year, has not pitched well the last couple of years. And Dom Smith now, again, another benefit of the University DH. I think it helps Dom wherever he goes that he can sort of – now he's just your classic sort of left-handed DH slash first baseman, which, again, I think would work well for the Mets. It gives Pete Alonso a little DH time, you know, the, the everyday first baseman. Let's Dom get some playing time. Keeps Dom out of the outfield where he played primarily last year. He's not a great outfielder. So we'll see. But, uh, you know, optimism reigns supreme for a lot of baseball fans this week because nothing, you know, the games haven't started. Unless you're like, a, you know, unless you're an Oakland A's fan, most a lot of fans feel pretty good going on this week. This is true. So another uh, former Met uh, and former Yankee, Carlos Beltran, making his debut with the Yes Network, doing a little center stage interview, talking about the uh, Astro cheating scandal that made some headlines. Brian Cashman made some headlines, you know, basically blaming the Whining. Astros for taking a World Series. Very tough. Don't have to get that. But Beltran on the air yesterday as a broadcaster said how he was so thrilled that the Yankees signed Aaron Judge to a long-term contract and then had to walk that back because apparently that is not the case. 
They so, have not signed him to a long-term contract? No, imagine that. Really? So, they are negotiating, right? Because They were Judge trying is, to get something done before opening day, yes. He's in his uh, walk year, as they say. He could Correct. be a free agent after this year. Yep. You, they'd like to keep him in the Bronx, as we say. Talks about a six- or seven-year contract he would like at 30 or at least 29, I think, something like that. Yeah, and so Beltran made it sound like it was a good break. I'm sure people heard that, and a lot of Yankee fans were like, woohoo, great news. Yes. Yeah, it was tweeted out all over the place. Yankee oh. writers jumped on it, and then Beltran now, had to walk it back. Well, he had to walk it back, but was is he wrong? Is he wrong? I'm not sure. I mean, well, I'm saying like I'm, I'm saying, it, are we going to hear a week from now or next Monday that the uh, you know they're going to have a little press conference and Aaron Judge signed a new contract? So that he jumped the gun. That he he is tied in with Brian Cashman. He's a Brian Cashman favorite, and I like it. Yesterday, someone mentioned this, and I think it's true. The old, uh, you know, bring him in the broadcast booth as a little threat to the manager, but the manager just signed a four-year contract. So I don't see that happening. Yeah. Year, well, yeah that doesn't, you know, I, I, I know they we've gone through that before, especially we've seen that with the Yankees before back in, you know, dec- decades ago. Yeah. Hey, you just brought, uh, you know, you just brought Aaron Boone back. Yeah. It's had a four-year, four-year contract. Yeah. A four-year contract. Sorry. I'm trying to laugh. Um, so yeah, he's not, I don't think the Yankees would, do you think the Yankees would hire Beltran after all the whole, Astros I, I, nonsense. Uh, Brian Cashman has some love affair with him for some reason, but I, I don't, I don't get it. Hey man, it, who knows? Who knows? Uh, how do you feel about the? How do you feel about the Yankees going in? Let, not let's. I mean, we're going to do a little prediction in a minute here. Just a little yeah. serious thing. Well, how do you feel way. about the Yankees? Yeah, I mean, I again, you know, you were. I think we're kind of in a similar situation. The top of the rotation's good when they're healthy. But the, behind that, I mean, what's Luis Severino going to be this year? He's kind of like Degrom's been. He's got you can't make right. you can't count on him to make thirty starts. He's always hurt. Uh, I loved Luis Heel, the twenty-something-year-old rookie they brought up last year, who was terrific. Uh, and then you know after that, Jamison Tyone. Uh, you know, it's just kind of a potpourri of decent pitching, but kind of like the Tyler McGills and. People like you have David a, Peterson for the Mets. Yeah, guys, you know, young like, guys that might have to start. And if they do have to start and get in the jump in the rotation for a bit, you hope they can hold their own. But you're not they're big question marks. Yeah, both teams have question marks, mostly around pitching. Uh, and also, and I'm sorry, health. six innings and four runs is not a good start to me. But in this day and age, we play in this that, day you know, and age from a fourth starter. You take six innings and four runs every day from your fourth yeah. starter in this day and age. So, uh, but we, we, you know, we're, we, we forgot about all, you know, you, we forgot something here. What's that? This rarely happens. It hasn't happened in quite a while. Oh, the trade. The Mets and the Yankees made a trade last week, folks. Yeah, they did. Jolie Rodriguez to the Mets for, uh, what's his name for the Mets you gave us? I forgot all right. Uh, oh, uh, I'm drawing. Now you, now you made, you did the same thing to me too. Um, Miguel Top Castro. broadcasting. Top. Miguel, we are right on on a Tuesday morning. We should always do this on Tuesday mornings after a late yeah. basketball game. Miguel Castro. And it's funny. Miguel Castro is a lot like Jolie Rodriguez. When they're on and throwing the ball well, mm-hmm. they're really good. But they're just so inconsistent. So, again. Well, it, made, it made sense from the Mets standpoint because they needed a they lefty. Needed a lefty yeah. And Castro, there's, you know, they have uh, – Trevor May, Adovado, and uh, Seth Lugo is right. He's in that bullpen. So, oh, Adovino, Adovino is on your team. Yes, I forgot about that. That guy will right. drive you nuts. I'm sure it might, but you never know. Oh. Hey, bullpen, then maybe he'll maybe be maybe year to year. Be back. Yep, year to year. year. But with, you know, Patanzas, the other thing I saw him? about the, what's that? Dellen Patances just signed a deal with the Dodgers. Remember him? Oh, I remember Dellen. Spent five minutes with the Mets. 
after a long uh, up and down career at the Yankees. But what was the, the, the other part about the trade that I love to tweak you guys about Yankee fans is Miguel Castro had until the other day had like his beard and had like longer hair or, some, or like, you know, some, some locks going and all this stuff. So the first picture of him on social media is Yankee. He's unrecognizable. Yeah. Hair is shaved, all shaved, clean shaven. The Yankees still have this like puritanical, like Amish, like, you know, cut your hair, shave, your, trim those sideburns, shave that beard. Kind of silly. Yep. Well, listen, and he was wearing his blue Mets glove yesterday, which I loved. I know. <laughs> he has a new he, one he's, coming. He'll get a new one, yep. Yeah, I'd have to shave one. this beautiful beard of mine if I it was a uh, relief pitcher for the New York Yankees. This is true. This is true. But listen, I uh, listen more more than anything else, Brian, and you you and I are the same thing. It's just going to be nice to watch your team. Mm-hmm. That's, it's just a simple pleasure in life. I mean, we're, we are that age, the 50-year-old man who's grew up with baseball. Right. I'm actually bummed. I wanted to get opening day tickets because I wanted to take my, my kids to opening day on Thursday. Weather, it yep. looked really iffy. Yeah. Um, it's cost a fortune. The tickets for opening day are through the roof. So it's just it makes more sense yeah. to go the next day. You know what I mean? I Secondary market. Kid, yeah, my kids are off school next week. I was thinking maybe go to opening day next Friday down at City Field. Tickets are just ridiculous. And so I'm thinking, well, maybe maybe we'll go Saturday when the tickets are like $50 cheaper. Yeah, 100%. But and I'm it, with you. And again, I'll, I'll do – we'll do a quick World Series prediction here real quick. Um, but I'm with you. I'm at the age now. Baseball is different from – especially like a football or something where, you know, it's – uh, Super Bowl or bust. Like, baseball, if my team does great, that's great. But just sort of just the everyday enjoyment you get throughout the spring and summer of having a team to follow or, yeah. you know, check. Now I don't want to say check the box scores, but now check your phone for the box score and just yeah. follow along throughout. So it's your it's your companion for the next six months. You know, yeah, and on rather Sunday, than actual, Sunday rather than actual to, family. Sunday, I was driving to work, listening to John and Susan doing a spring training game. And it just, you know, it just like an old shoe. Yeah, like an old shoe. You know what I mean? So yeah, you know what? I I would compare John and Susan to an old shoe. That sounds right to me. That that's nice. That's very okay. Nice. All right, quick, uh, listen, real quick, because we got a break. Yeah. Give me your World Series prediction. I mean, I'm not going to root against my team. Are you going to pick the Mets to go to the World Series? No, but I think no. they should go to the playoffs. But I'm not going to pick them to the World Series. You know, I'm going to go pretty the, the shocked pro- here. And the problem with this too, Brian, is there's too many damn teams and baseball really is a roll of dice. They've expanded the playoffs. Folks, so more teams are going. I know. I hate, I hate the expanded playoffs, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not Bob Costas where I just want the one team from each league, you know, two teams play in the, you know, East versus. Yeah. West. We don't want to go back to 1950. Yeah. We don't need to go back to 1956. <sighs> you know, but I think Toronto is going to be really good coming out of the East. Although I question their pitching as well. I mean, how much pitching? I can't I even too. name one of the starters. Well, uh, they got a uh, Glossman from uh, from San Francisco. Gauss, I think they, Gaussman. they lost Rob, but Gaussman. Oh, Gaussman. Yeah. It's like Mad Dog trying to do the names. I know, they lost Ray. Robbie Ray to Seattle. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the Yankees just because I. That's I'm gonna root for them hard this year, and I don't think there's a dominant American League team. I mean, is Tampa Bay gonna do it again this year? Uh, I think the Yankees will make a trade at the deadline if they get the chance to do that. And out of the National League, I got to tell you, man, it's tricky because I, I, I mean, listen, I'd love a Subway Series, but man, the, the Mets pitching health worries me a little bit. Are the San Francisco Giants going to have another big year like they had last year? No. Yep. Is there anyone in the Central that even NL Central that you worry about? Milwaukee? I mean, maybe yeah. Milwaukee, but I don't really. 
And this has Dodgers written all over it again, right? I mean, they're the proof. Well, that's where I'm going. I mean, I, I know they lost Scherzer. I know Kershaw's a year older, but, you know, they bring in uh, Freddie Freeman, who was the MVP last year, which I thought was a great move. It's a huge contract, but hey, for the Dodgers, it's only money. So, I, I mean, yeah, I'm kind of going shock. I just think the Dodgers look great. Their, their lineup is unbelievable. Atlanta's going to be right. good. I can't try and predict what's going to happen in these short series of these expanded playoffs. So I'm not going to try and yeah. sit there and go, I think it's going to be the Padres and the, and the Rays. It'd be kind of a cool story if it was. Yeah. But I feel like right now you just go chalk and say, you know what? I like this team and I kind of like, I really kind of like the White Sox. So it's like, you know, Dodgers, White Sox. If I'm right, I'm probably not because, you know, we'll not, we, we don't know in these short series. A team like the Mets, if they are healthy with their rotation, has a huge advantage in the in that type of series because you know you can throw Scherzer, you show, throw Degrom. That's tough, but uh, and I I don't know, I just don't know how to feel about the Yankees. I kind of like Toronto. I'm not sure about the Yankees. I don't know about the Red Sox. I think the Red Sox. Chris Sale's out two months. Yeah, I thought they overachieved last year. I, I really kind of going with Toronto there, but I, you know, uh, I'll say Toronto will probably win that division. Yeah. But I like the White Sox and the Dodgers. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, could, I mean, if I put the Yankees aside, put my fanboy hat aside, I could see Toronto Dodgers, something like that. You know, yeah. And, and you know what? I think it'd be great for the sport, too, because Vladimir Guerrero is fun to watch. Yeah, on the national stage. Springer's a clutch postseason player. So, you know, yeah. Toronto and the Dodgers, and then, but, you know, hopefully the Yankees can battle in for it as well. And if Toronto does make it, the nation can, if the nation wants to stay up till 930 at night on the Eastern time zone, Good to see him playing the World Series. There you go. All, All right. right. We're going to take a uh, timeout. Uh, and then when we come back, we got some other things to talk about. Birthdays. Uh, mm, mm, mm. You, you have a long list of, of very, very interesting stuff, Brian. So it's, yeah, it's, a, it's a Brian Coleman birthday show, folks. Yeah. Tiger Woods. Don't forget him. And then we're going to remember a favorite TV character. Yes, we are. But first, we're going to talk about sleep because, like, a, I don't know if you've noticed, but like sleep, we, we, we've been talking about sleep on this podcast this morning or the lack thereof. All well knows how important the power of a good night's sleep is. And that's why they've designed a mattress that should make good sleep accessible to all. The Also mattress features hybrid mattress technology. It combines the best of both worlds, memory foam and individually wrapped coils for a winning blend of comfort and support. The goal was to create an affordable mattress without sacrificing quality or luxury. And the result, the Oswell Queen mattress. It starts just as low as $345. That's right, $345. Here's some other things. 0% APR, 100 night free trial. That's really cool. Another way to save is go to our website, edbcpodcast.busbrack.com. Click on the link to our podcast and click on the links to any one of our episodes. You'll see another link. That'll take you to allswellhome.com. Go to allswellhome.com via that link, and you'll get 15% off your first order from Allswell. So sleep well and save with Allswell. Well, where do you want to go next, Brian? Tell me, uh, Tiger Woods is a big topic. I mean, I've been all over it this week following it. I mean, he's, on Sunday, he basically says a game-time decision. He practiced yesterday. Uh, Freddie Couples said he looked phenomenal on the course. Yep. Uh, he's out there again today. He's got a press conference going on right now. We're taping this on the Tuesday morning at 11 o'clock. He's speaking to the media as we speak. Um, listen, I think it's going to be hard to walk over four days, but I mean, the prop bets alone for this guy, will he make a cut? Will he, you know, will he withdraw before Friday? Will he play? There's a million, will he win it? I mean, listen, would you be surprised at anything Tiger Woods does at this point in his career, but he's 46 years old coming off major leg injuries from a car accident, just 50 yeah. 
hasn't played a PGA Tour event in 17 months. There's going to be a lot of rust, but listen, what, I mean, he's done it before, so who knows? I'm rooting for him, for sure. Yeah, I, 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 cer- I certainly hope he plays, and then after that, you know, if he does, it's great for the Masters because it's appointment TV. Everybody yeah. will be watching every hole, He's uh, and however long it lasts. I think it's unrealistic to think that he could – you know, forget about win and even contend. I think that's really unrealistic after the year and a half layoff. Yeah. Um, and if he only if he's there just through Friday, it's still a great story. It's a nice place for a comeback. And let's be honest, he is 46. He's had health issues before this car accident. And I'm not trying to retire the guy, but if this was his swan song, there'd be worse ways to go out than sort of making one more uh, one more walk around Augusta for uh, 36 at least 36 holes. Well, let's hope so. Let's hope he's out there playing and hope he does well. And uh, again, it's all big odds, but um, Tiger's always good for TV. I know that. I'll be sitting yeah, there someday if he's playing. Yeah, it's you know we we mentioned this before. We've said you know we said the last couple of months leading up to this. This is a great sports week. We had you know Final Fours this weekend. We're looking forward to baseball and we get the Masters starting on Thursday. So yeah. if you're a sports fan and it's finally you know springs here, it's a great time. So uh, going to the pop culture route a little bit, we talk about good TV with Tiger. Uh, I mean, some of the best TV was Seinfeld, obviously. Uh, if you're our generation, that's one of the classic our match. Yeah. Right? Uh, Estelle Harris, who played George Costanza's mom, passed away. I think she was 94, was that? 93, I read. 93, 94. And just a, the, the, both the actors who played his parents, uh, just tremendous classic lines it just it was fun on twitter whenever something like this happens twitter is the place to be because all the lines are repeated all the clips are yeah you don't you just don't realize how many great moments uh both of Costanza's had in, in the show it's tremendous it was brilliant uh jerry stiller the late jerry stiller played his father yeah uh, jerry stiller real life father ben stiller and estelle harris who i don't know if i've ever seen her anything but seinfeld i'm sure she was in a lot of things but yeah that was her two like classic classic just Way like, to do the research, Brian, on this. Uh, I character. mean, um, I, hey, listen, I looked up her age. You're, you're guessing they're guessing how the woman is. She just passed, for God's sake. Have a little respect. Uh, but yeah, classic sitcom characters, just like the tortured soul of George Costanza. You can see why with his parents. They were, you're right. It was just brilliant scenes and brilliant writing. And kind of a bummer, you know, just. Uh, My son treating himself like an amusement park might be one of the great lines. My mother has heard. never, my mother has never left. Oh, it's or getting the eye job with the ass man. I mean, it's just oh, the ass man. Yeah. Oh, classic, classic stuff. Uh, you know, I thought of you the other day, too, by the way, because you've been on this Godfather kick here for the 50 years of the Godfather. Um, did you see the uh, piece they did on uh, CBS Sunday morning last week? I did not. Oh, right up your alley. Eight minutes. Uh, they had uh, Jim, Con- Jimmy Khan and um, Talia Shire. And, and Brian, I'm, uh, I want you to watch this, find it on demand, whatever you got to do, because I did not recognize Francis Ford Coppola. Really? Yeah. I mean, when you think of him, what do you think of? You think of the big, heavy guy with the beard, the glasses. The dark hair, he, yeah. Yeah. You will not recognize him. I'll not. watch it. Yeah. Don't don't tell me. I'll watch it. But it, I want you to, you know, take a minute and check it out, because it really is a good piece. talks about all the stress that went into the making of it, the stuff you talked about. Marlon Brando, they showed a picture of his lines nailed to a tree when they're out in the garden scene with uh, Pacino, yeah. which you talked about, I think. So yep. just, just horrific stuff. So wouldn't memorize the script, demanded that, you know, wouldn't memorize the script, had to have two cards everywhere. Yeah, because he said he wanted the lines to be fresh. I like to keep it fresh. 
Fresh. I need to go to fresh. <laughs> Speaking of George's dad. No, I will watch Harris. that. Thanks. Thank you for letting me know that. Yes. Estelle Harris. Uh, God bless. Rest in peace. She had a great career and a, and a nice. Long and she, life, so. she lives on in Seinfeld reruns and in our hearts. Yes. I was. And now the Seinfeld reruns are on Netflix. I was watching Netflix the other day. What? I banged out like four episodes in a row. There's a there couple of seasons there where you can watch their 22 minutes and no commercials where man, you can sit there all day and watch them. Yeah, bring, uh, have the kids come in. Yeah, exactly. They're not there yet. Soon, I, like, I, I look forward to watching that. Like I, we like we used to watch Mash with our kid with our parents back in the day. Yeah, there you go. And all the sexual innuendo went over our head half the time. But what does all. that mean? Oh, now I get it. Yes, exactly. So, uh, you got a list of birthdays, Brian. It's not only your birthday, but there's all you share birthdays. I don't know if you share the birthday, but it's a uh, popular birthday month. We'll talk about the birthday list when we come back. All righty. Uh, well, let's talk about shopping. Oh, man. Oh, man. Who likes to shop? But you got you to gotta eat, right? You need food. Well, it's a great way to get your groceries without leaving your couch. It's called simple Instacart, instacart.com. We've been talking about it every week for 36 years in this podcast or so, it seems. Get your groceries and essentials delivered as fast as one hour via Instacart. Select items from your favorite grocery stores. Get real-time updates from personal shoppers who are shopping for you and not just working off a list. They're going to off a list. They're going to start to look for things that you like based on your shopping preferences. And this is the part that I love because we've all sat there with like, if, you, if you've ever had cable, like the cable guys come like, I'll be there between 6 a.m. and 1130 tonight on the 4th. No, not with Instacart. You get to pick the convenient time for your groceries to be delivered. That's a nice, nice feature. So, you know, when they're going to show up and you're ready to, you know, to stock up. It's very cool. I love that. So it's simple to sign up for Instacart. Go to instacart.com. It takes about three minutes to get your account signed up for and underway. And here's the best part. If you use PayPal, you'll get $30 off your Insta- your first Instacart order of $50 or more when you use PayPal and use this promo code on PayPal. 30PayPal, 30PayPal. Use that promo code on PayPal when you shop for Insta- with Instacart. Get 30 bucks off your first order of $50 or more. So shop from home and save with Instacart. Your reads are getting better by the week, Brian. So I am looking at Twitter right now. Bleacher Report just showed um, Tiger uh, warming up at the Masters, and he just hit a golf cart. He just hit a, a, the ball cart. Beautiful. So nice. I don't think he meant to do that on purpose. Ball guys probably driving out there, sweeping up the balls. You know, you got to sweep up your balls, and he hit the he hits the cart. It's good luck. Yeah, and Haiti. So <laughs> that might make the rounds on social media later. All right, here we go. So you got some uh, birthdays. Please fill us in on where we're going to this week with the birthdays. Besides your, we birthday. talked about the Godfather, and this guy wasn't in the Godfather, but he's he started out in the seventies. Uh, some great films in the seventies. The Deer Hunter is uh, one of them. Uh, I didn't know he was an Andy Hall. I just read this week he was an Andy Hall, and he had some weird issues with Woody Allen. But I'm talking about one of my favorite actors who's still working today, Christopher Walken. Uh, Great host of Saturday Night Live. More uh, cowbell. More, cow- more cowbell. 77. Ooh, very close. Uh, 79. Wow, I was going to say 80. Okay. And a longtime Connecticut resident, I believe. Really? Is this true? Or are you making that up? No, I'm not making that up. I believe I want to say right. Wilcut or Wilkin, he and his wife. They've been married for like 50 years, live in Connecticut. Again, re- top notch research, folks. You're not getting this anywhere else. You're not getting this anywhere else. I mean, you'd have to actually maybe, you know, Google or go on Wikipedia to get this sort of stuff. No time. 
Uh, who's next on your list? Rock and roll. Uh, another one of my favorite bands of all time. They've been around for like seven, it feels like 70 years and they still sound the same. They don't change their style. It's just flat out balls out rock and roll. ACDC, one of their founding members, lead guitarist, Angus Young is not so young. No. You know, I saw this the other day because I saw a picture of him and Keith Richards together. Uh, yikes. I didn't see. He's not as old as Keith Richards. No, I did. I, I, uh, I'm going to say he's 73. Ooh. Coming in low. He must. He was young when they started. He is 67. Oh, my God. Wow. So I was way off on that one. I haven't been off like that in a long time. All right. Yeah. 67. I thought he was a little older than that. All right. Yeah. Fabulous guitar player known for the, the classic uh, heavy metal of uh, heavy metal. Is that even the right hard word? rock? Yeah. Hard rock Just of ACDC, but man, he no ballads, no pianos, no horns, none, none of that crap. But Straight he came ahead. out, you can look it up on YouTube. He, the ACDC came out, Malcolm and Angus came out and played with the stones a couple of times when they were in Australia, I believe. And did a oh. couple of old blues covers on YouTube. Really good stuff. Um, so get, get a chance to check that. It's fun watching Mick Jagger and Angus Young go back and forth on the stage together. So, That's a cool little YouTube nugget. Thank you for yeah, that. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. All right. It's like you're uh, giving me a birthday gift for that. There you go. Right Come there. on. Don't say I never gave you something. Who's next? What do you got? Uh, funny. Uh, this one here is the, the last three are going to be like, wow, we're old. And this one really hits me right in the old, uh, in the, in the, where I live, Eddie Murphy. You know, you, you, you put this on the list and it scared me. It did. Not going to yeah. lie. One of my, just, you know, that's, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you that Eddie Murphy is 62. 61. Yeah. Uh, Cause I'm guessing he was about 24 years old back in 24, 25 and 84, 85 with Beverly Hills cop. So he, he probably he started SNL. 81, 19, 82, 19. And I want to say that was, that would have been 79. Was, I did not do research. This would have been fall of 1980. He was yeah. 19. I mean, just some of the, fu- I can still, before Delirious, I don't remember the name of the record, but I remember having that comedy album that preceded Delirious. I don't remember what it was. That was just some of the funniest stuff I've ever heard. Yeah. I mean, and just not even close to being something you could put out today. <laughs> no, no, but just brilliant comedy. Brilliant, can- brilliant, brilliant, act, brilliant guy. Uh, you start off like a house of fire. His first three movies are incredible, you yeah. know. And he's, but he's, you know, I mean, for our generation, Eddie Murphy's like the man. Yeah, but it's funny you mentioned Saturday Night Live. So he got so big that he left Saturday Night Live, did the Beverly Hills Cop and all that, and then he did Best Defense, which was a horrible movie, right? And had to go back to Saturday Night Live to host. And I remember his yep. opening monologue, basically mm-hmm. saying that I'm never going back to Saturday Night Live. It's terrible, you know, blah blah blah. And then I made Saturday Night Live. Ha! Yeah, exactly. You remember. And he did the thing where he dressed up as a pretending to be white for a day was one of the sketches they did back then. That was a brilliant episode. Oh, Mr. Robinson's neighborhood was hysterical. And he uh, was great a few years ago. We talked about in the podcast. But was it two years ago? He went back for the first time in forever and hosted SNL. And it was like he was still throwing his fastball, man. Velvet Jones. I mean, he had just oh, tremendous, tremendous. James hit. Brown celebrity hot tub. Too hot in hot tub. I mean, he he was James. I mean, he was James Brown. He was great. It was unreal. He was James Brown. I one of the, it's not even funny. It's just like it, you could, one of the things that just says like, dude, this this guy is talented. Is uh, there's a clip I don't. It's hard to find. I think you have to go to like NBC.com. I don't know if YouTube has it, 
of Stevie Wonder hosted um, SNL. And there's a skit with like uh, Stevie Wonder is supposed to be like a Stevie. But long story short, Eddie Murphy does a Stevie Wonder impersonation singing my Sherry and more. And it's and it's brilliant. Like he, he just it sounds just like Stevie Wonder. And he did one with Joe Piscopo where Joe Piscopo is dressed as Sinatra. And yeah, Piscopo yeah. Sinatra. Yeah. Yeah. So class. Ivory. Yeah. All right. Let's yeah. move on because we'll be, I could do this all day. Another Robert one. Another, another guy, Robert Downey Jr., Brat Packer, 80s guy who then established himself as a pretty good actor, really good actor. Uh, now he's doing all that Marvel comic stuff. You guys had a career, man. How old is he, Brian? I'm going to say 56. You get better at this. I'm just, just proud of the growth you've shown with the birthday yeah. game. He is 57. All right. Walked by his grandparents' house just last week here in lovely old Saybrook. Um, was he there? No, I, I knocked on the door asking for him. He wasn't. He didn't answer. His grandparents, uh, but his grandparents are no, no longer with us, right? No, I don't believe so. But the yeah, the house is still there with the name Downey across the uh, front of it. Uh, the last one, man. I don't know why you had to throw this on the list. Why? What are you doing? Because this well, is going to be another one like Eddie Murphy. You're gonna, oh, God, how old is yeah, he? Beverly Hills 90210, your favorite show back in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Sure, uh, I was a Melrose sure Place the, guy. Sure, you and the guys always watched it in college. Uh, I don't know, remember what her character's name is, but uh, she was the blonde that wasn't Tori Spelling, Jenny Garth. And the other thing about this is they were like 30 years old when they were playing 18-year-olds. A couple of them were. Luke Perry. Luke Perry, the, the one who... The smart uh, girl with the glasses who's like 83 now. Yeah. The 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 Simpsons used to have such fun with that show, making fun of Luke Perry, showing him like at a red carpet and smiling and then really yeah, putting like, big yeah, wrinkles all, all, all over. Stretchy, so oh, hysterical. Hysterical. Poor Luke Perry, no longer with us. Uh, she's Jenny older, Garth is. Yeah, she's older than us. I'm going to say she's 55. She's older than you. How old is she? She and I uh, uh, are both have a milestone. She's also 50 this week. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Jenny Garth, 50 years old. I never watched that show. Watched Melrose Place a little bit. You didn't have to watch the show to be aware of it. It was everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Know. yeah. So I, Dominated. Like, I never watched Friends, but I think I know all the characters. Like, you, yeah. you just, you were bombarded with it. Yeah. And it was one of those pop culture things you had to watch. Yep. 100%. Mm. All right, Brian, I've kept you long enough on your birthday. I know the wife is making a wonderful dinner. House mm-hmm. is immaculate. We're You're going to sit spotless. up with your feet up tonight on the recliner with your slippers on. Probably have a smoking jacket, a little uh, cigar, maybe some nice, a nice cognac. Yeah. Kids make you some uh, cards or something when you woke up today? Do you have a little breakfast in bed? Nothing like that? Oh, uh, no. Nothing. I'm sure they'll give me a card later. So, you know, it's a pretty exciting Tuesday around here. Beautiful. My wife's birthday so, is Saturday. I got to get on the stick and get her something. So, yeah, be nice. So, yeah. Yep. Bye, yeah, buddy. Well, Happy know, birthday. You'll stop by the gas station on the way to work so, uh, this week and maybe we'll pick her up a little something. something. There you go. Classy guy that you are. Uh, all right. That'll do it for this edition of the EDBC podcast. I'm Eric Dobrat. He's Brian Coleman. Until the next time. Say goodbye. Bro. See you.